0: This week's episode of the STS Guys is brought to you by YardSaleSource.com. Miss out on Father Time's Objects of Desire the first time around? Fear not and take heed for YardSaleSource.com is the place for new, used, and nostalgic items both rare and collectible are up for grabs now with real-time video with descriptive shopping available on YouTube. Acquire what you desire, acquire what time forgot, acquire it now at YardSaleSource.com.
1: Shut up and sit down.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 13 of the STS Guys. I'm Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. And there's just <laughs> two of us at the table today. There's nobody else here. This is kind of weird. I know. It's, we're having a very personal conversation. <laughs> right. Um, we actually uh, are missing a couple of our patrons just because they they had uh, other events that, that were going on this week. Um, but they did join us uh, at the um, 2017 Phoenix Fan Fest. So this is uh, so if you listen to episode twelve, this is episode thirteen. So we've covered officially two Comic Cons in two weeks. That's crazy. Back to back cons,
1: both local, so not like we had to travel very far, but uh, it's still kind of busy, right? Like we've been out all
0: day. Uh, I didn't do much, but I'm kind of tired. No, I I am definitely tired as well. It's it's one of those things where I wasn't expecting it to be such, kind of such a whirlwind. Like you would think that. Hey, you know what? Go into a con, easy. You know, you know it's easy. You can just go and kind of mill around. But like I said, when you're covering it for, you make sure that we can share kind of all that with you. Like I said, it's more work than I thought <laughs> it, it, it was. Yeah, totally. Right. Like, uh, we had
1: so much fun today, Phoenix Fan Fest. Um, it was bigger than I thought it'd be. A lot of great guests. A lot of a lot of uh, great booths to look at. Um, like, I, I think the highlight, right? Like, this is what the third year they've done this. I think third or fourth. I think it's the fourth. I think it's the fourth, yeah. Yeah, the first two were at the University of Phoenix Stadium, the, the Cardinals Stadium. And then this is the second year it's been in downtown Phoenix at the convention center. Um, I missed last year, so this is the first time I had been um, kind of in this venue. Uh, but it was really great. I really liked how it got was set up. Um, we got there right about as the time it was opening, um, had to pick up our badges. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first year they're using the RFID, um, kind of barcode thingy. So we uh, weren't sure exactly how that was going to go, but we got in really quick.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was way way simpler than I thought it was going to be. Once they announced that they were doing RFID, you know, wristbands and things like that, I thought it was going to be way more of a hassle than what it was worth. Um, but like I said, there, like I said if anybody remembers uh, last year at uh, Phoenix Comic Con uh, here in Arizona, we had that issue where someone tried to go and actually kill Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger. So there was a gentleman that was dressed up as the Punisher who basically threatened the life of Jason David Frank. And I think that's what kind of spurred along a lot of the changes in regards to security and increasing basically the technology in regards to the actual badging and also basically the actual like bag check process itself.
1: Yeah. You know what? And uh, I felt I felt very safe, very secure. Uh, there's a little bit of a line to get in to, to, to pick up your badge, and there's a little bit of a line at the bag check, um, and they also checked uh, props if you had weapons or whatever for your cosplay. Um, but I, I feel like both lines moved really fast. Uh,
0: we were in in probably less than 10 minutes. It, it wasn't bad at all. No, I, I, I was pleasantly surprised with that. Like I said, it was a, a nice, simple transition in, in getting in. And like I said, the the technology as you go in and out of the con, so basically they badge you in and badge you out of the con via that that RFID bracelet that you have to wear. I think the only um, downside uh, that that people are going to maybe have, and like I said Larry, let me know kind of what your thoughts are on this. Um, I know it doesn't bother me, but I know some people it, it might is in regards to throughout. If you if you're there for the whole weekend, you basically are have to wear the basically the bracelet the entire weekend. Um, so that way like I said, you can get in and out of the console. Basically the RFID isn't necessarily in your badge. It's in the wristband. That's basically physically attached to your wrist that you can't take off.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree. Um, I, I'll be going back tomorrow. Um, we're recording this on Saturday cause we want to make sure we got a podcast out. Right. Um, but we'll, we'll, be headed back there tomorrow. That means I have to leave this bracelet on all day. Um, not a, it's a minor inconvenience, but if they had an, another option, like San Diego did RFID badges, um last year uh, and it was a lot easier right because it's on a it's on a lanyard and you can take it off and put it to the side when you want to but um as far as that goes that's like it's it's a minor inconvenience luckily it's only a two-day con like san diego's a four or five-day con i I don't want to be wearing this bracelet for five days so
0: yeah i think it could be a little much i said as you go for five days so i think this was i think literally kind of let me know your thoughts i think this was more of a a dry run for what it's going to be like uh, when an actual Phoenix Comic-Con happens uh, this upcoming May. Oh, yeah. So I think that's so uh, it's May 24th through 27th. Yep, uh, I, absolutely. And, and you know what? Uh, to, to,
1: to go back to San Diego, um, CCI used WonderCon as their test run for, for badges too, right? WonderCon's like in March, um, they, they busted out the RFID badges in, uh, uh, back then to try it out. And it worked well for them with no snags that I remember and then it was ready to go for San Diego, right? You want you want to make sure that you have new processes kind of to test run before your big event. Um, I, I think that's absolutely what they're doing. As far as I could tell though it, it went really well. Um, like I said, the, the bag checks and all that was uh, a minor inconvenience, but really I, I don't think I've ever had a bag check that was actually thorough where the guy was checking to make sure you didn't have anything in there. Uh, after they went through our bags, they wanted us with you know uh, to just a metal detector wand to make sure we
0: didn't have anything else on and it. It was quick, but still made you feel really safe once you're inside. No, I, I absolutely agree. I think it's, it's a matter of, like I said, making sure that one uh, everyone is safe. That's attending the con and making the environment safe for everybody. I think, you know, kind of in, in the, in the world that we live in today, I, I, I'm willing, you know, to give an extra five minutes. I have five, ten minutes, you know, for that just to ensure, you know, safety for everybody. Yeah, totally, man. There's some crazy people out there <laughs> nowadays. So
1: Absolutely. Yeah, luckily, we're all inside the building together just waiting. Everybody's having a good time. Normal con attitude, right? Everybody's there for the same reason. Everybody's
0: there to have a good time, and that's absolutely what we had this morning. Now, and speaking of good time, I said, I, as, as as we went in, I said, I think the, the very first thing we saw was was some of the, the, the amazing cosplay. Uh, that was there so I think one of the very first pictures that we snapped was basically we had a Martha Wayne Joker we had a Scarecrow I think we posted that to our Instagram uh, that's the very first kind of like group cosplay that we saw you know, as soon as we walked in the con
1: yeah that's right huh right where we just walked into the exhibit floor over there on the left was uh, that cosplay group um, that's one of the things like Phoenix Comic Con is kind of known for is they they they're good at getting the cosplay groups um, but then uh, the individual cosplay is just really really good um, I, I know they even had a few of the professional cosplayers in attendance. Um, I, I don't think I saw them all, but I saw Amber skies hanging out at her booth. Um, but I, I think Amber bright was supposed to be there Asta young, uh, I think there was, there was like five or six that were, were going to be there. Um, but they're busy. So you're not able to see them all the time. But yeah, we, we walked by Amber skies. Um, and that justice, the cosplay group, I'm not sure if they're like an official or just a couple friends friends were hanging out, but, uh, we got a couple nice pictures of those. I think Nate threw them up on Instagram for us. Um, there's a lot we've dropped on Instagram, right? I saw a really cool uh, like teenage toddler group walking around. Um,
0: not sure if that was a kid or an adult or what, but it, it was a pretty I said they they put a lot of time into that costume. Like I said it was it was pretty impressive. It was it was legit. It, it was really good quality. Um, that picture's up on her Instagram too. So, well, speaking of Groot, I think that's the thing too is like I said, no matter who or what you, you know, go to Comic Con as, I see you could have the most, like I said, it doesn't take a lot to, you know, have a a decent cosplay. I think one of the the people that we ran into was, like I said, she was literally just had a baby Groot on her shoulder, but it it kind of reminded me of basically the baby Groot in, uh, Guardians 2, just kind of hanging out with, you know, like Star Lord and stuff like that. Yeah. So you're just chilling on, you know, this girl's shoulder. Like I said, that's, It was awesome. That picture's on our Instagram as well.
1: Yeah, cosplay isn't
0: hard, right? Like, sometimes it's the more simple, subtle
1: things. Um, It it just takes a little bit of creativity, and and you can pull something off good. It doesn't
0: mean you have to spend hours on your costume or anything. Um, That one is super simple and still super cool. So, one of the very first things I wanted to do when I went there as I said we we went around the exhibitor hall just because I think that's that's the when you think of comic-con that's that that's the one thing that basically everyone kind of remembers from from a convention is is that cruise around the exhibit hall so we took a lot of footage of that like I said going to go into the different booths and so I, we we, we kind of cruised around that for a little bit and then I, we ran into um, an artist by the name of Jim Hanna. Uh, Jim Hanna has worked on a ton of different works So uh, he's uh, done work for IDW he's done work for Marvel in the past uh, you know he draws his own comics like I said he has his own comic line um, so one of the th- very first things i wanted to do was i'm like just because like i said uh i i, I share a kind of a common connection with this guy i wanted to to uh have him basically i wanted to commission a sketch from him um so normally like i said like i said I, I will have anybody who's drawn spider-man before so i kind of if you if there's an artist out there that's collected basically that's drawn Spider-Man at some point in time in his career, uh, that's been published in Marvel, um, I will want basically a copy of Spider-Man. I, it's it's my typical go-to sketch that I have everyone do. Just yeah. because you showed them off in uh in your room tour
1: video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I,
0: I, I, I had five or six, yeah. I got five least. or six yeah. there, so I have my so this is number seven to to add to the add to the collection. Um I wanted to basically, okay, hey, I have this guy I draw Spider-Man. But I wanted to do a kind of a, a different twist on this um, just because I wanted to kind of I'm like, you know, let me let me change this up a little bit. Um, Jim Hanna also has uh, this comic book series uh, that he basically draws of his pug. Um, like I said, he's, he's, a, he's a dog lover. And like I said, he draws this entire comic book series, you know, surrounding basically the pugs that he owns. And so I'm like, OK, so he's obviously decent at drawing dogs and things yeah, like that. He, so he's a, he's a fellow animal lover, a fellow animal lover. So I'm like, let me see if he'd be willing to kind of combine these two together. Um, so we have a couple dogs, so, so I have a couple dogs, I have a couple boxers, and then I also have an English Mastiff. But the boxers, like I said, I've, I've had, you know, ever since, you know, I, I've been down down in the valley. And it's one of those things where I wanted to see if we could incorporate one of those boxers into a picture with Spider-Man. And like I said, you'll see this in my uh, Comic-Con haul video but Jim Hanna, he nailed this picture. Like oh, said. He did. He did
1: a really good job. I thought it was funny, like when. Uh When you asked him about it and he's like, well, here's my prices, you know, for uh, for one character or whatever. He's like, I won't even charge you any extra for the dog.
0: Yeah, very, very cool, because I think he realized that, like, you know what, this isn't something that I'm going to take and I'm going to go sell later on. It's it's literally a signature piece, literally just for my collection, because it's so random. It's Spider-Man hanging out with With a dog. dog. Yeah, it's completely random. It's awesome. Yep, It was awesome. It was a really good idea. I can't wait for you to share that. Uh well and then one of the details I actually just noticed it when I when I brought this picture home was I'm like I was looking at it once again when I when I was showing my wife the picture is actually on the collar of the dog it actually has the Spider-Man symbol on the, oh, on cool. the collar right so uh like, that so, makes sense so it's like kind of like Spider-Man's dog yeah spider red's dog so it it was very very cool so like I said well I'll be showing that off in the uh haul video that we'll be posting pretty soon uh, in in companion to this as well yeah because you bought a couple other things too right yes um so one of the main things i want to do without getting into much detail because you got to check out the haul video yeah, see i'm I'm, like, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it all um i i did buy um some comic books awesome uh i did get some decent comic books um that um, it, it took me a, a little haggling back and forth uh, with a, with a couple of the vendors, um, but I was quite happy uh, with with the haul that I actually made. Um, I'm, I'm quite excited to kind of put that video together and kind of excited to tell kind of what that total cost was for that yeah. that lot that I bought, but also excited to kind of show you what what I, I came out of that. Yeah, I think that was the main thing,
1: right? Is um i'm not an expert on comic valuation however like me and nate you showed me and nate and we're like huh you got a really good deal so you guys are going to have to check that out it should be up early this week if not even sooner um i didn't buy as much um i I didn't see anything i really wanted i did uh did walk around there were several vendors selling funko pops Um, Right. So that was that was where I gravitated to first. Um, Got out the camera. uh, Got a got a pretty good uh, Funko Pop haul video to throw up on the YouTube later on this week, too. Um, So you guys can check that out. Uh, A lot of uh, not really a spoiler, but uh, a lot of comments. Uh, But one one group uh, table did have like a pretty, pretty impressive collection of pops. Like the one that stands out to me was the. Uh, San Diego Comic Con, metallic red Hulk, right? It's like a two hundred dollar pop or, or something like that. So um, this one guy did have a lot of grails. So it's definitely another video that if you like pops, you're you're gonna want to check it out because Phoenix Comic Con, that the vendors brought it with some
0: great stuff again this time. Now it, th- that was that was interesting because like I said it, it, that was like pop jail. Yeah. I said. <laughs> That was the only thing interesting about that that specific booth.
1: Yeah, like, I took a picture that I, I didn't post anywhere on my phone, too, uh, of that guy's pops. But I'm like, yeah, it kind of looks like they're in jail. It was just <laughs> a weird setup. Like, he wanted to keep his stuff safe, right? So it was behind, like,
0: I don't know, some type of, like... Chicken wire kind of huh? yeah bar. Like I said, it's it's understandable because like I said a lot a lot of the exhibitors there. Like I said, especially if you don't have like I said kind of a partner there and uh, helping you work the booth. Yeah. Like I said, and you're you're interacting with one customer, and like I said and and they they kind of distract you with another one. So it was just for safety. It was just, it was just a, it was a a little weird setup that I like I, said, I it, it immediately caught my eye. In regards to uh, the setup that they had. Yeah, mine too. It straight up looked like a jail cell for the cops. <laughs> but you know what? It still shows up really good in the video.
1: Um, and again, that was that guy had some really amazing stuff. So I'm um, excited for you guys to be able to check that out. I did buy a few things, though. Um, the Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest brought a pr- pretty great list of media guests. Um The ones that I was most interested in is, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but uh, my son and I are pretty big Steven Universe fans, Um, and a couple of the guests were actually from Steven Universe. Um, So they brought Zach Allison, uh, who does the voice of Steven, um, Grace Rolick, who does Steven's best friend Connie, and AJ McCalka Uh, who does the voice of stevani who is a fusion between steven and connie um but anyway i threw down a couple bucks to get uh i had a 2017 san diego comic-con uh exclusive cover of a steven universe comic book that boom studios puts out um so i brought that along and had zach and gray sign it um turned out pretty great so i'm pretty excited to
0: have that in my collection no, that that was that was definitely awesome, and the the nice thing too, I think, was I think a lot of, about the the smaller comic cons stuff like that is their. It's a lot easier to actually interact with the the guests, and so like so I know like said, when when you walked up like said you were able to, to walk right up and actually interact um, with uh, with Zach directly. Like I said, it's it's not like you had to you know, wait in line for like an hour. Yeah,
1: and you know, and you're not rushed like when we saw Stanley in in an amazing Las Vegas, right? Where it's all here you go, or, or even Stanley when he signed our books, you don't he doesn't even look up and acknowledge you. So yeah, this was a lot better. A lot, like I think it's worth the the couple bucks because not only do you get a signature you get to spend a couple minutes with them and it's totally not rushed like there's a little bit of a line but i probably five minutes or less and um i was right in front of zach and he he was signing my book and able to say hi real quick um same thing with grace like uh th- there was really just a small line took my money and, and i was good to go that was super nice right like san diego's kind of line con uh, e- even las vegas took took a while to get through some of that stuff but uh phoenix ComCon fan fest did a great job with line management on this and everybody was in and out super fast and they didn't rush you. Like you got to spend as, pretty much as much time as you wanted to, within reason, to
0: uh, get to interact with these celebrities. No, I, I think that's. I think that's probably, like so one of my favorite things about, like, so yeah. the these the smaller type of events. Like, like it's great going to San Diego. It's great going to New York. It's great going to you know, C two E two in Chicago. Yeah. I think that the the smaller conventions they still kind of hold a kind of a special place in my heart anyway just because like i said you get to interact like i said for like for example like Tucson Tucson was like i said it was a it's not as big as some of the other conventions out there but i honestly had a blast at Tucson just because like i said we got to interact with ming from comic book man yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like i said it was a lot of fun doing that and it's something that like they go to the bigger conventions but at, if i was at the bigger conventions i don't think that would have ever happened um, like I said, at New York or at, you know, LA comic con or anything no. else like that, because like I said, they're, they're so busy. There's a line, there's a queue of the line. No, for like real,
1: real life example. Um, there's been a Steven universe panel in San Diego, at least the last two years that me and my son would have wanted to go to. Um, it's like the second panel of the day in the Indigo ballroom. Um, but in order to get into that, like I'd have to get up at least four or five o'clock in the morning and go get in line. And then you're not even interacting with anyone. You're just sitting in a big room with people and listening to them talk, which is awesome. Um, but like, I I, I haven't done that the last two years because I felt like it wasn't fair to my son to be like, Hey, let's go get up super early. And we might not even get in this room. The, The bad part about that Indigo ballroom on a Friday is... After that is Bob. After the Steven Universe and Cartoon Network stuff, it's Bob's Burgers and Rick and Morty. So the Bob's the Bob's fans and the Rick and Morty fans are pretty crazy. So I didn't even mess with this. Like by waiting, we actually got I got to meet them and talk with them for a minute and get an autograph um without spending hours of my time it was pretty
0: awesome no i, I think like i so said that that right there is kind of like it's one of the best experiences that you can have at, at the convention um now there was a there's a lot of other people at the convention too i said uh, yeah. another highlight was uh, ernie hudson ernie hudson yeah. from and you know, winston zedmore from ghostbusters like um, I think another thing that a lot a, everyone always thinks Ghostbusters when they when they think of Ernie Hudson. Honestly, whenever I think of Ernie Hudson, I think of Ghostbusters, but I also think of Hand that Rocks the Cradle too. Yeah. Um, so, I don't, so I don't know how many of our listeners have ever seen that movie. Uh, but he kind of he plays kind of a, a special needs individual. He's great, I think he actually won like, some type of an award for that really? movie actually, um, mm-hmm. because like, he he plays that role so well. And so it, it was interesting to see kind of like uh, if anybody had recognized him for that. Um, I said, but everyone was there, honestly, to see him for his role in Ghostbusters. Because I said he was I said, that, I, the iconic Winston Zedmore, the, the the common sense type of individual. So the, the, nine, the non-scientist yeah. of the entire group uh, that, that kind of brings in that, that real life uh, kind of street level knowledge. Yeah, right. The fourth Ghostbuster who
1: joined a little late. Um, no, that was awesome too, right? Like, I think one of the great part about these, uh, like you said, the smaller comic conventions is, like, I didn't pay to get Ernie Hudson's autograph, but we walked by his table and like, hey, look across and hey, there's Ernie Hudson. Like, it's still kind of cool. I remember, uh, same thing, uh, Phoenix Comic Con, I guess two years ago, uh, Ralph Macchio was there, right? Yeah. The Karate Kid. I'm like, I didn't get his autograph, but I could at least walk by and say, hey, there's the Karate Kid. Like, it's still kind of fun. You can have a good time without even spending a lot of money. Um, I think... Like the rest of the list was was pretty great. Uh, I believe the majority of the cast
0: from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was there. That was that was that was. I think that was the highlight. The uh, those were the the headliners. Yeah, that's pretty uh, major. Events, yeah. it, they've got what
1: four people from uh from Willy Wonka. Yeah,
0: including Peter Ostrom, uh Charlie himself. That's that's a pretty big deal. No, yeah. So you had Charlie Bucket there. Yeah. You had they said Veruca Salt. You had Mike TV, and then you had um. Oh, what's her face? Uh, I'm trying to think of her name. Oh, what. Of what uh, character she played, um, uh, I I don't know who you're talking the about blueberry, but, the blueberry the yeah, blueberry yeah I was like I'm just
1: going to naming names Veruca Salt Veruca, it's Veruca, not Veruca Salt. It's, it's
0: not. oh the purple girl yeah. um no. Violet 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 yeah, yeah there Violet, go. Violet, Violet go. Luger, so I'm, I'm sure everyone out there is like yeah, like screaming Vi- it's Violet you idiot in the you know at, at their stereo right now um but yeah no it's it's Violet okay got it without got it without even looking it up well, well uh, done. I'm, I'm just saying yeah so that was that was cool they're a pretty big deal um i think a lot of people were also excited about kevin McNally from pirates of the caribbean yes they i think that was that was quite a draw as well and then also i said there was also um uh jed ness or i'm sorry jed reese yes uh so jed reese um many people recognize him from uh deadpool uh so he basically he was the the kind of uh like lead henchman of the of the group that was basically going around trying to recruit people to to become basically part of this like mutant program um when, and that mutant exper- uh, experimentation program that they were running and so, that, yeah, so that's that's he's from that uh he was also in uh, the movie the ringer. the ringer yes man
1: i know <laughs> like when i saw this picture that was the
0: first thing i thought of i shouted the ringer like right who doesn't love a good johnny knoxville movie yeah, so like I said, he he was there. Um, like I said, definitely, I said a a, a great group, a great mix of, of groups. So that way, anybody who was there, yeah, uh, could, could basically one, I said, interact with someone that they could relate to based on something they've seen. Kind of crossing generations. So you have something, you know, from from a past generation with Willy Wonka to something with a present generation with with Steven Universe. Like I said they, it's something they could apply to everybody. I think the vendors too. Like I said, like I said, I know I had a a great time interacting with. A lot of the different vendors there. Um, so, like I said, I am always a fan of, like I said, the, the actual comic vendors uh, when I go to Comic-Con. So, it's nice to see that there was a good mix of actual comic book vendors there. Um, so, like I said, that that actual Comic-Con vibe isn't lost because you can actually buy comic books at a Comic-Con. Yeah, for sure. Um
1: I know that's one of the biggest negatives, right, or biggest feedbacks everybody has. It's like, where's the comic books at the Comic-Con? Well, I I was surprised. I think they had more this year than the last time I went, two years ago. So there was a ton. I, I looked at some stuff with you. I almost bought a copy of Marvel's ARG, number
0: one kind of regretting not picking that up for the low price of four dollars and fifty cents i honestly think since we're going back tomorrow um (laughs) if 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 arg number one is still there i might have to grab Arg arg number one. i I think you'll have to buy arg number one because all right i'll buy arg number one i'll
1: throw a picture up on instagram you're probably listening to this thinking what the hell is larry talking about it's this awesome cover at least of dracula holding some lady it was just kind of epic like
0: 70s nostalgic monster thing it was pretty epic it was the most random thing so i it's literally the first book in this box alphabetical yeah alphabetical um so i I start flipping through this box and i pull this out and then larry's like you gotta buy that i'm like i don't know about this (laughs) (laughs) now the more he thinks about it he's getting his decision as well just just honestly a little bit just because there's as i started looking at the book there was like hidden things in the book like hey you know no stopping no reading street signs and but how would you know to stop if you didn't read the street sign? And- yeah, it was. It's one of
1: those things where like they put so much detail into the the artwork that it was amazing. Like I, I, the book's probably garbage. The condition wasn't great, but man, that cover was pretty epic. I will I will buy that tomorrow as long as it's still there, and I will throw a picture picture up on the Instagram.
0: Uh, follow us at STS Guys. Ooh, nice plug! Thanks. Um, uh, like I said kind of kind of to that point, though, like I said a, a lot of the, the coverage that we have and a lot of the photos that we have uh, are, are posted on our on our Instagram. Like I said if you if we stopped you and you had a basically an awesome cosplay, like I said, we like I said we, we, we threw your picture up on there. Um, like I said you, you can find us like, hanging around. we'll be like I said they'll be handing out stickers. Like I said some yeah. of us will have prizes as well. Like I said, it's it's something that we wanted to do to one kind of get the word out there in regards to the podcast. Podcast um, and actually interact with our listeners, which we actually uh, so an interesting time that, that I had was um, I'm flipping through some books you know, in a booth, and then so we're wearing the the STS guys podcast t-shirts. So we're wearing these awesome T-shirts that that we just that we just got, and so that way you know what one we have like we're official media because like so we we have T-shirts, um, besides badges we also have T-shirts. Um, but I'm flipping th- through books, you know I'm not even filming at this point in time because I'm like okay I'm taking a break, you know I'm gonna look through some some books for me to kind of fill in some holes in my collection. And then someone looks over and like, hey, STS guys like I listened to that. <laughs> it was epic. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. It was it was a sign that one, we are spreading the word out there that, hey, you know what? The STS guys are, are are kind of out there. We're kind of a thing just saying <laughs> kind of a thing just we're kind of a thing um but it was awesome to interact with one of our listeners you know and give him like i said a whole bunch of our some stickers and stuff like that and some swag uh so that way he could go on the road and enjoy himself so thank you dustin uh for for, for stopping by and listening um we appreciate it he says he listens to us every week so hey dustin so hello dustin thank you for uh tuning in and i um, said so if you're tuning in every week i'm sure you're hearing this right now that's awesome
1: yeah Um, So I know we spent a lot of time at the comic book uh, booths, but there's a lot of other good stuff, too, including a friend of the podcast, Moto's Glass. Moto's Glass was there, So they were there. We met them in Tucson. Good good people. Um, We also saw, uh, who was it? Oh, Shark Robot. Um, Those are some good guys, too. And Socially Stealth. Uh, made a couple new friends. Uh, good time. Like sometimes, if you take the time to to talk with the smaller vendors, you can make some new friends and maybe learn about some new cool new products. Uh, we took took this opportunity, right? It's not just to go out and cover the con, but we're out there. You know, again, our Jeremy always talks about building up the community. Um, we're just trying to build up the community, make some new friends, try to get some good stuff for you guys. If there's a product out there that we like, uh, we want to support it and tell our listeners about it
0: so we all can enjoy. No, and and that's that's right because we want to. One, we want to grow together. Like I said, we're we're, we're growing our listener base. Like I said we I said I know we interact on like I said, on a daily basis in regards to you know different things that that we like, we find enjoyable, um, different you know products and different things that we find cool and, and, and awesome that we have to pick up. Um, but then like I said, there's also those things out there where we we want to tell everyone about it. Like like so, for example, like I said, the Moto's glass stuff. Like I said, that, that the glass work on that is is completely awesome. Yeah. Um, like I said, he he, he can basically create. Any type of glass and create basically any logo that you want. And then he had basically Star Wars glasses and Marvel glasses and, and you can do company logos and stuff like that. The perfect holiday gift for that special loved one in your life. Modo's glass. <laughs> Modo's glass.com.
1: Um, yeah, so that was fun. Um, Samurai Comics was there. They brought a lot of cool collectibles, not just comics. I don't even know if they brought any comics. Uh, They did. They had a few. They had a lot of those Marvel lenticular covers, but uh, they had the new Teen Titans Go mystery minis. Um, Hadn't seen those yet. They had the Star Wars mystery minis. Uh, Had a decent selection of pops. You'll see that in my pop hunt video. Um, But those are good guys, too. They, They brought a really nice assortment of stuff. They always had a ton of people around their booth,
0: so I hope they were doing well. It sure looked like it. No, and then there's like I said, we, we talk about cosplay, but there's also like cosplay groups yeah. uh, that were there as well. So uh, I know a couple that, that we specifically saw were um the Arizona Autobots, um yeah. like I said basically a a Transformers themed cosplay group. Um we have a couple pictures of them. Like I said, they in, in their uh in their Transformers costumes yeah. that were They looked great. They looked great. They were pretty massive. Yeah, I
1: got respect for anybody who's willing to wear like a, a robot costume all yeah. day.
0: Yeah, a full-on Optimus Prime costume, yeah. like I said, one, like I said, even if it's foam, like I said, you know, I don't care.
1: It, it, it's, still, it's restricting, man. It can't be comfortable. Well,
0: even that, like it's, like it's November now. So uh, tr- everyone well, throughout the country is probably, you know, bundling up and putting coats on this, that, and the other. Um, I was in shorts and a t-shirt today and I was still hot. Yeah. It was almost 90 degrees in the middle of November. Dude, it was hot walking back to the car. Um, the rest, of, yeah.
1: I mean, hopefully it'll be nice out here sometime. Uh, my mom was in Chicago this week. She said it was snowing the other day. No. Nope. It's a 90. I'm wearing blue jeans And I
0: feel a little warm Like <laughs> It's awful Arizona is what it is man But uh, At least they uh, At least we had good Comic Con Yeah So then we also had uh, We also ran into The Arizona Avengers as well Oh yeah Those guys yeah. are awesome Yeah so like I said we got, a, we got a group photo with them like I said That was that was, that was pretty cool as well Yeah
1: Yeah Nate did a good job Nate Nate kind of ran our Instagram story And got most of the pictures up uh, On the podcast Or not on the podcast we're the podcast Up on uh, <laughs> Up on our Instagram
0: uh, We'll keep talking about Instagram So you might want to go follow us, us At at STS guys, um, at STS guys, um, like I said, we also just gave away um, our very first. We just did double giveaway. We did a double. Yeah, there we, were did a, two. we did a double giveaway. Yeah, yeah so there, that's, there were that's two. right. Um, so we have... Um, the first one was the Hellboy. The first one was a Hellboy. Right when we hit, uh, was it 300 followers on uh, Instagram, which we which we finally reached uh, earlier this week. Yeah, so that was uh, at Morph Photography 562. Uh, so so they were our very first uh, winner yeah. um, on Instagram. Like I said, we had given away that Hellboy. Uh, and then in celebration of basically going down to Tucson Comic-Con, um, so we actually had a San Diego Comic-Con 2017 exclusive uh aquaman uh with motherbox. box yep uh, that was part of the the san diego exclusive and that was uh brian underscore 74 um won that uh, okay. on our instagram i believe he won that with his bonus entry for using hashtag i love larry so you'll probably say so we do have people that went on instagram so we do we do kind of uh kind of a, a two-fold approach so we don't want any we know some people on our instagram we know some people are on our own youtube but we want to make sure that we're giving back to, to everyone, no, no matter what channel they, they they kind of follow us on. Yeah, for sure. Not everybody likes to, to watch videos. Huh? Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to watch
1: any videos, you should probably watch an STS Guys unboxing video. They're pretty great. Yeah, you can find those at stsguys.online. <laughs> um, so we actually also hit uh, 200 subs on our YouTube channel, which means we've unlocked another giveaway, right? We'll be announcing the winner soon for... Um, that Rob Liefeld
0: signed Deadpool comic that Jeremy offered up from his personal collection. Yeah, so that will be um, be announced uh, here in the next day or so. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll drop our video for that. Um, and then at that point in time, like I said we have an announcement basically for probably one of the, the, the biggest giveaways that we've ever done. I, it's something that I, I'm kind of excited for.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, the Last Jedi the newest Star Wars movie hits theaters uh, in December. So we thought it would be cool to do a special Star Wars prize pack giveaway. So not just one pop this time. It's going to be two pops plus a couple comic books. Um, I, we are still working out the details. But it's going to be super awesome, super mega sts guy style right that's how we do things super mega Um, it's going to be great you're going to want to enter there's going to be multiple ways to enter so if you're you know if you follow us on twitter instagram youtube whatever there's going to be special opportunities for you to enter and you know what Um, there's going to be a secret code word just for podcast listeners that's going to get you a ton of bonus entries Um, so if you're listening to this you'll want to keep listening to make sure you guys hear that code word in a future podcast i love that idea
0: i love the code word idea yeah we had talked about it before we i had. didn't bring it up specifically for this one but that was in the back of my mind yes yeah. we will do a code word um the, the code word like i said well like i said we will let you know what video that specifically yeah, is in for sure uh, so that way i said we we can tell you kind of uh, to be on the watch out for that it'll be something that's fairly obvious too hashtag i love larry like accident in, in our very first code phrase uh like i said was quite successful i said i think Larry was happy to be trending on instagram <laughs> you, you you all made me feel very special so thank you so i think we had the majority of people enter to uh, get two entries for uh for that post. Uh, it was almost yeah, it
1: was yeah. at least 90 percent. yeah almost everybody did so thank you guys um i appreciate that i love you
0: too <laughs> so um i think that's uh w- that's kind of uh, all we had about the con uh this week yeah let's uh i mean if we, we talked about youtube
1: right like Um, We dropped a ton of videos this week. Um, Like Jeremy mentioned, him and Scott hit up uh, Tucson Comic-Con. So uh, they also recorded a podcast on the way back from Tucson Comic-Con, recapping it. Kind of like we're doing here for Phoenix FanFest. So if you haven't listened to that already, you'll be sure you want to check that out. Um, Jeremy posted his Tucson Comic-Con haul video. Uh, where he picked up some great things. I don't want to spoil that, but you'll definitely want to check that out. There's some really cool comic books
0: if that's what you're into. Um, what else did we do? Um, we also did. Um, we did the. We dropped the Assassin's Creed. Oh, so yeah, uh, Scott and Leo. Scott and Leo uh, play, sat down and played uh, the the initial Assassin's Creed. So just to kind of give everyone a heads up on that is, we actually have that that video recorded um the day the game came out and so just kind of a back a funny backstory about that and like i said you, sh- you, sh- you got to go check out this video uh just so that way you can actually kind of see kind of the, the, the backstory behind it but a small story short is that we had um a change of heart in regards to the review of the game and so i'm getting ready to post it it's, it's uploaded to instagram i'm sorry it's uploaded to youtube i yeah. uh, i hadn't made it public yet and then scott's like hey pull that video I need to change i need to change my review on it because this game is awesome yeah um so go check out that review like i said it's, it's pretty in-depth like i said there's like sort of whole voiceover and there's about like of about 30 minutes of, of total gameplay uh from that game yeah uh a pretty big two
1: nate did his first official sts guys unboxing he opened up a mezco uh superman figure uh it's pretty awesome so If you guys are into action figures and Mezco, go ahead and check that out. Um, and don't like, I think it's worth plugging again. Um, Jeremy got a pretty awesome interview with Ming Chen from AMC's comic book, Ben. Um, that's out there too. So, uh, like we mentioned, we got, we got a bunch of good stuff last week. We got a ton more coming this week. Um, there's a few more unboxings. Um, you can check out Jeremy's, uh, Funko Legion of Collectors box unboxing. That's up there too, from last week. Um, a couple great pops in that box. If you're into that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, we got at least three or four
0: videos coming from uh, Phoenix Comic-Con FanFest as well. So I also I want to kind of take this time as well to kind of do a, a, a couple shout-outs. Um, you know, just for, for one, uh, like I said, we've had a lot of support from, from a lot of the community out there. Um, so like I said, a, a couple of, of the shout-outs that I'd like to call out is Big Dreams and Nightmares. So like I said, he was uh, the winner of our... Of our um, Deadpool, uh, Venom yeah. Deadpool giveaway. Yep. Like I said, check out his channel um, at, at Daydreams and Nightmares on YouTube awesome channel. Like I said, he's very supportive of the community, is always willing to kind of like promote your channel. Um, looking at, he's always like has some new contests and new content that he has. He does unboxings and different things like that. So definitely check out his channel. Um, and then another channel I want you to check out is Dracula's Comics and Things. Um, so I contacted Dracula's Comics and Things because like I said, he does mainly comic book, um, haul videos and things like that. And so, he, we kind of interacted. Like I said I found out that he was down at Tucson the same time we were. Oh, awesome! So we kind of interacted back and forth, and so we're actually worked out. Uh, we're actually going to do a blind trade box. Uh, from one another so so kind of expect that video to be dropping soon so i'm going to be shipping his box off uh, sometime this weekend uh, so that will be on its way down to him and then like i said he's going to be sending a box uh, my way as well awesome um long as you're doing shout outs shout out to dork in the road on
1: youtube for uh sending me that awesome box of Dorbs. if you guys haven't checked out that video go check that out too Uh, check out her channel again dork in the road It's pretty awesome. Um, Good people. Mm. Um, Shout out to our sponsors, uh, YardsaleSource.com. If you're into action figures and that kind of stuff, go check out what he's got for sale. Um, And my personal favorite, uh, Frisky Britches. You can still sign up for the Frisky Britches monthly subscription box and get that special lady in your life, some wonderful panties, um, and save 15% if you use code
0: FBSTS when you go to shopfriskybridges.com. Then one final shout-out. Like I said, I want to give a shout-out to probably one of our earliest supporters um like i said he he has been there since the beginning and he's like i said he's retweeted our episodes and 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 we've kind of grown uh our channel simultaneously together and this is a shout out to half geek a uh, half geek you know i said we uh, i know we've exchanged different messages back and forth on youtube and instagram i said you you always seem to be finding like i said the, the, the you're the luckiest guy in the world finding chases you know left and right um just want to say you know thank you to all you've done for all you've done for the channel you've helped us grow to where we are right now yep thank you half geek you're pretty rad um for that for that i think we're we're coming to close to close to the episode this week uh so for this week's episode episode 13 of the sds guys i'm jeremy and it's larry and this is your official coverage of phoenix fan fest 2017 we will see you next week